0: And thank you for listening to this week's sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. This is a sermon for su- this is a sermon for Sunday, January 26, thousand and twenty, the third Sunday after the Epiphany, and National Lutheran Schools Week. The sermon is entitled "Grace Fully," and is based on John chapter one, verses one through sixteen. It was preached by Pastor Carl Copen. Grace. Mercy and peace be yours this day in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Text for the message comes from our gospel reading from John chapter 1. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we have come before you empty, empty in our sins, and yet your presence in our lives fills us to overflowing. And with your love, your mercy, and grace, we thank you for that wonderful gift. And as we gather, may the words of my mouth May the meditations of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Maker and our Redeemer. Amen. One of my uh, favorite groups is uh, Tommy and Eddie, known as the Skit Guys, and uh, they're fun to watch and, and on, on YouTube and such. and And uh, uh, for Thanksgiving, they filmed a skit, and it was titled "I'm Full." And as it opens up, it appears to show them all crashed out on the chairs and on the sofa after a big meal. And, and one of them starts off by saying, I'm full. And asks the others if they're full. And, and then their various responses keep coming back and forth between everybody. Uh, grandma says, I'm, I'm as full as my purse. And, and another one says, uh, one of the teenagers says, you know, fullness, full does not describe the sheer amount of fullness I feel right now. Uh, another one says, I'm crazy full, or I'm fuller than a lobster boat. And, and one says, I'm so full, you're going to have to carry me out of here. And then it is about that time that, that mom walks into the room and says, well, if everyone's full, then let's eat. And at the table they pray, Heavenly Father, we are so full, full of your joy full of your grace, full of your hope, your peace, and your love, and for that, we are thankful. Amen. Full. We like full, don't we? I mean, it's a good feeling to drive away with a full tank of gas. We're thankful for the full feeling after a delicious meal. I know we did at our, at our tables of eight last night after we were finished. It was full time. The desire of fullness follows us here, right? Uh, and at our church downtown, when like at, at uh, we rejoice at Christmas and Easter, when that when that sanctuary is just full to overflowing of worshipers. We celebrate uh, uh, full classrooms, uh, relieved when a project has a, a full list of volunteers. Lutheran churches and schools prefer full classrooms, right, budgets that are fully funded, <laughs> uh, and uh, and fully and professionally staffed classrooms, but, but we don't always get what we want, do we? I mean, the reality is that things often in our lives are less than full. Uh, we often battle with things being empty. That gas tank uh, needs to be refilled or that car needs to be charged again. Shortly after one meal, sometimes we start thinking about the next meal, right? Not every classroom is full, not every... Budget is uh, fully funded. And, and more challenging than the discomforts or inconveniences of physical tanks left empty is the is the reality of emotional emptiness, right? I mean, the cry goes up. Perhaps you've heard it. Maybe you even said it. I feel so empty. The lament of one grieving the loss of a family member. Maybe it's the cry of a, an abandoned spouse or... Or the child rejected by a friend, physical emptiness, emotional emptiness. Uh, uh, perhaps the the greatest and most devastating is our spiritual emptiness. Matthew's gospel tells the encounter of Jesus with a a rich young ruler in Matthew chapter nineteen. Uh, he is described as one with great possessions, and so in his own eyes he was full, right, full of righteous deeds, and in many respects he was he had full of he was filled with possessions and power, and then Jesus asked this young man to take what he had and give it to the poor, he could not walk away from that earthly fullness. In reality, his life was really empty. I mean, isn't it the same with us? I mean, our schedules get full, our our homes might be filled with goods and and conveniences, our garages with vehicles and toys and Maybe we have that uh, retirement account getting filled up for us, and yet so often our lives do get empty. Without Jesus, that emptiness prevails. The Apostle Paul had it all. He he had authority in the church. He had significance in his heritage. He had a well-rounded education. And yet there was an emptiness there. By grace through faith, he tells us that he received the riches of God's grace. Peter, Andrew, James, and John, they had nets filled with fish, and, but when Jesus called, when Jesus came to them and called them, they were filled with something more. They were filled with his presence and with his grace. Paul reminds us in Galatians 4, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption As sons, God emptied himself so that we might receive the fullness of his grace. He came to fulfill all righteousness. You know, Jesus' journey in the flesh is described in the Gospel of John here, the God who rightfully could have chosen to be full of anger and judgment. Instead, John describes him as full of grace and truth. In the gift of his Son, the Father grants full forgiveness of sins. John, who introduces this word made flesh, goes on to describe Jesus' earthly ministry. The the first sign of of Jesus' power and authority as the Son of God occurs at a wedding uh, at Cana, taking full jars of water, and, and John tells us he miraculously turns them into full jars of good wine for the wedding guests. Jesus would go on to fill other things. He would fill diseased bodies with health and vitality. He would fill hearts that were empty with grief, with joy, instead of seeing family members raised from the dead. He would fill panicked disciples with the peace of his presence and his word. Every action of Jesus was part of his journey to the cross. Spirit emptied in the garden in prayer. Body emptied of life as he announced It is finished. Every part of Jesus was fully emptied to pay for the sins of the world, sacrifice that was full and complete. Receiving by faith the fullness of Jesus, sacrifice for the assurance of of his resurrection, we receive this gospel promise that John gives. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. Another translation puts it this way, and from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. In 2006 there was a movie titled Amazing Grace after the hymn uh, told of the story of William Wilberforce as he worked in the British transatlantic slave trade in the 19th century. He made an early visit to his old pastor and friend John Newton played by Albert Finney. Newton, a former captain of a slave ship prior to conversion to Christ, Wilberforce was hopeful that Newton would would give an account to help their case, an account of his slave ship days, and and Newton refused to do so because he said that the experience of 20,000 ghosts haunted him too greatly to do that. And as the movie went on, they came near the success of ending the slave trade and Wilberforce visits Newton once again and he discovers that he has written down his account. His eyesight is now gone and and Newton says to William Wilberforce, he says, here, use it, take it. The the names, the records, the, the ship records, the ports, the people, everything I remember is in here. And he said, Although my memory is fading, I remember two things very clearly. One, that I am a great sinner. And two, Christ is a great Savior. Filled. Filled with God's grace. From the fullness of His grace, we have received one blessing after another. We have received, uh, fully received God's grace. Last night, uh, infant held above a baptismal font, physically small, not fully developed, and yet this child receives the fullness of God's grace, sins fully forgiven. A communicant comes to the altar, meal is small, a little wafer, a sip of wine, but the feast is plentiful. In faith, the person, sorry for their sins, receives the fullness of Christ's body and blood, forgiveness and life. Worshippers, we gather. We gather with guilty consciences, uh, complicated lives, and strained relationships, uh, fearful hearts, and every other uh, uh, malady imaginable. The word is spoken. We heard it today. It's called an ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. There is no sin that does not receive pardon in faith forgiveness is full and free the joy fully lutheran theme is a celebration of the fullness of god's grace in christ our reformation heritage reminds us of god's grace now lutheran schools may not always meet the quantitative measures that we desire but the word is taught the sacraments are administered and these schools are full of grace. Grace-filled Lutheran schools bring forth God's grace. They teach the truth of God's grace from the scriptures. They celebrate God's grace when they gather in worship. They live God's grace in relationships. A rich heritage uh, of, of academic excellence and professional servant-minded uh, faculty and staff, this deep desire to share the message and the love of Jesus with the world. I had a teacher share a note with me this week. A note that a student wrote, and and uh, no was addressed to Jesus. And I guess they thought the teacher would have a better chance of getting it to him. <laughs> and I'm sure Jesus knows what's written. And I want to share just some of that. That note with you says, "I love you, Jesus. I am so so glad that you were born. I'm glad that Mary had you, and I am very lucky. I'd say blessed that I get to learn about you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Full, full of God's love, full of God's joy, full of God's forgiveness, full of God's grace." By God's grace, the greatest strength of our school, the greatest strength of St. Paul's Lutheran School, is that we are that grace place. The grace of God, which became ours through Jesus Christ, is shared in word and sacrament, received by every student, every parent, every other person who walks in our doors. It's true, we may not always be as graceful as we go about our hectic routines each day, but we are always graceful. As we hear about Christ being proclaimed in our school and in our church, graceful, full of God's grace to be shared. And some of the other themes this week were being that we share it joyfully, we share it thankfully, we share it faithfully, we share it peacefully, and we share it hopefully with everyone that we know. So let's enjoy this Lutheran Schools Week together. Are you full? I'm full. Full of God's grace in Christ. Amen. Please rise. And now may the peace of God that transcends all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and choosing an option at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.